The Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head over to BetterFantasy.com backslash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com backslash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io backslash SGPN. That's SoBet.io backslash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hello and welcome into the Fantasy Hockey Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me as always is my co-host and confidant, Nick Olzak. How are we doing, sir? Happy Sunday. Yep, happy Sunday to yourself. Doing good. Actually away from the office right now in Grand Rapids, Michigan, coaching my youth hockey team. So kind of doing this on the road, hockey all over the place, coaching hockey fantasy hockey going on so a lot of hockey to get into today good stuff good stuff is it a uh, tournament you're at yeah we're at a tournament um we're not doing that good to say the least but at the end of the day it's a tournament we're here to have fun and that's what it's all about at the end of the day that's good that's good have you had to uh you know report to the uh, uh the lobby for any uh, late night uh mishaps with the with the kids Oh, not yet. I keep my kids in check. I make sure oh, okay, okay. they're getting to bed at the right time. <laughs> I had this whole packet that I put together for the parents and whatever and went over when a they packet. got to be in bed. Yeah, Stop all traffic. the rules. Well, yeah, because this is my first tournament, you know, coaching by myself because I played in tournaments for years and this is my first tournament coaching. So uh-huh. I had to make sure I lay down all the rules for the parents and the kids, make sure they know what's up. Uh, okay, okay, okay. But but you're saying it's it's not equating to, you know, positive play on the ice though i mean the play on the ice has been the same all year you know okay okay not really a good team uh we played a team <laughs> today <laughs> we played a team today and it was all kids that have been cut from the double a and uh triple a teams in michigan uh it was fox motors they're a really good program out here in michigan so we okay. basically played all the kids that got cut from those teams uh-huh. eight nothing lost then uh we played this okay. other team yesterday, okay. and uh, they had one stud that did all the work. We lost 6 nothing. This one kid put up five. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, <laughs> if, you're, if you're one of Nick's players and you're listening, I assure you he still cares about you. All the things that he said, he doesn't mean them, I promise. Uh, you, guys, <laughs> you guys are going to get better. You just got to believe and give 110%. Mm-hmm. Go out there and got to be great. And you know, you know, maybe take the leash off a little bit, Nick. It sounds like you're being a little, uh, little tight on them. Maybe they need a little fun, of, fun at the hotel. Sounds oh. like they're getting the dog piss kicked out of them. <laughs> oh, they are. Uh, we haven't scored great. a goal yet this weekend, but uh, I let them have their fun at the hotel. Just their fun has to stop at eleven o'clock. All right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, 
Very good intro there. Let's jump into some more fantasy fantasy hockey talk. We're talking waivers. We're talking um what are we in week nine week nineteen now? Um, moving on to week twenty. No, I think we're in week what is it? Going um, we're going from week seventeen sure. to eighteen. Yeah. So these mm-hmm. options will give you a good start for week eighteen. If we even know what week it is, right? Uh, first up, we've got uh, Mason Marchman of the Florida Panthers. We've been talking about him the fast, uh, past few episodes. Excuse me. He's still only 28% rostered, so people are not figuring it out. He is plus 6% uh, percent across the last day on Yahoo platforms, coming off a hattie, a hat trick in Minnesota, 6-2 victory over the Wild. Had three goals in just 13 minutes there. Uh, Nick, why isn't this guy owned in, um, more in leagues here? He's a plus 24 in 24 games. I think a big thing for a lot of teams with him is probably the ice time. I think uh, there's a lot of guys that you can roster that are hot that are getting, you know, 17, 20 minutes a night. Well, some most of the time this guy at most is probably getting 15 minutes a night playing on the third and fourth line down mm-hmm. in Florida. But, um, no, his production has been very solid, and it just shows how much depth scoring that Florida Panthers team really has, how they can fire from all four lines. And I think, uh, yeah, he's definitely someone that you should add for sure. And uh, I think he could be a long-term hold based on how this Panthers offense rolls. I think he could be someone you hang on to for a while. Granted, he'll have he's one of those guys who'll go a couple games where he's not really doing a lot, but then it'll come out in games where he has, you know, six points or a hat trick or whatever, and he's just been a really solid player as of late in fantasy. So he was someone that I would definitely grab. But unfortunately, you have him, and you have been mm-hmm. wreaking the benefits of Mason Marchment as of late. I do, I do. I uh, wouldn't grab him, I believe, a day early, uh, trying to get ahead of him for uh, for this upcoming week. He's playing today up against Chicago, and I believe he has an assist. So yeah, in his last, So in his last game, he had a hat trick up against Minnesota. They won 6-2. to two. Today, uh, they're playing the Blackhawks. They've just started the third period. The team is up 3-1. Mm-hmm. to one. He has an assist and is a plus zero. So he was on the ice for the one Blackhawks goal that I believe was scored by Patrick Kane. Um, yeah, lots to like about Mar- Marchman here. Um, I don't know, man. Even with the the low ice time, I feel like he's well worth the ownership um, ownership hold. 26 points in 24 games, 15 points in his last seven, nine goals, nine, and six, uh, uh, nine goals and six assists across that stretch. Uh, yeah, just absolutely blowing our minds here. Playing alongside uh, rookie Anton Lundell, who's also having a, a, an amazing season. I don't know exactly how many goals or assists he has, but I do know it's uh, plus 26 as well. So that line is just absolutely tearing it up. Marchment, Lundell, and Reinhardt. Again, we've talked a little bit about them before on prior shows, but at 28% ownership rate for Marchment, we got to keep bringing him up. I mean, if no one's going to pay attention, we still got to keep banging that drum uh, when the when the ownership rate is that low. He has three games this week. They've got Nashville, Columbus, and Edmonton on the books for a Week 18 matchup on your fantasy team. So definitely someone you want to lock into your lineup for sure. All right, next up here, uh, Noah Dobson of the New York Islanders. Dobson has eight points in his last 10 games on the back of two goals and nine assists. Or I'm sorry, that's 11 points. Uh, 22 points in his last 42 games. Uh, playing alongside Sedano Chara, he's a plus zero on the season. I mean, honestly, Nick, like the New York Islanders have been super disappointing in the season. If I hear someone say, oh, you know, those Islanders, they're a contender one more time, <laughs> I'm going to kick them in the shin. Like, I'm, I'm just kind of done with that narrative. I don't care who they sign in the offseason. Uh, success just doesn't seem like it's coming their way. I don't know what it is. But I feel like Do- Dobson's uh, production is ownable, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. 
he's only 37% rostered. What do you, what do you think about him? Yeah, I think Noah Dobson, uh, as of late, his plus minus definitely not there. Um, he's really not someone that you can rely on in terms of that statistical category. But, I mean, mm-hmm. he is producing. He's got points in his last three games. Pretty solid. The ice time's there. Um, he is someone that I think would be, you know, you ride him until he uh, dies. And once he starts mm-hmm. to fall off, I think he's someone to get rid of. But uh, he's got a favorable next couple of games here. They've got uh, the Montreal. They played the Montreal Canadiens today. I believe mm-hmm. Montreal won that game, but I didn't have a chance to see Dobson's stats. And then in the next game, they have the Seattle Kraken. But then after that, they hit it up in uh, California where they've got a hard schedule with the Ducks, the Kings, and the Sharks. And so I don't think he's someone that you hang on to for much longer. But, yeah, if you definitely need to get a game in for someone, I think Noah Dobson is definitely the guy. Just not coming up in the next few uh, weeks here because that is a hard schedule going to California. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I mean, the team has been doing bad, but his production has been pretty solid. If you go back to January 30th, um, 12 fantasy points, nine, one. This is like the only real dud here that the, the game on February 2nd, uh, February 9th, 5.8, 11th, 4.7, 13.7 on the 12th, 6.7 on the 15th, 18.6 on the 17th. I mean, he's having a very strong month, um, playing a lot of minutes, getting a lot of shots on net, uh, has over two and a half shots on net in his last four games straight, getting a fair amount of blocks. Uh, I feel like this is really own, ownable production. Until, like you said, he gives you a good reason to, to dump him. Could be in the middle of that stretch, but uh, if he continues on with this for the next four or five games, you know, I think that's definitely somebody that you want to grab for sure. Ownership rate is starting to go up, 37% rostered, uh, 6% plus in the last day, so not going to be available for much longer here. Nick, are you grabbing any bits, any ownership rates of the Hamburglar, Andrew Hammond? You know, um, I thought about it, and... Uh, I if I went back and forth on it. I did not think that he was going to do that well today. I did not realize, honestly, he was why, on Montreal. Why didn't you think he was going to do well? Just curious. Well, it's Montreal, and they're kind of past the hamburger stage, and now okay. he's just kind of – and as of late, he's kind of been the hamburger, you know, in the AHL and whatnot. Right. But, I thought um, you were going to say because they were playing the Islanders, and I was going to say, boo, boo that, boo the Islanders. Yeah, that was just a game I kind of wanted to avoid. You know, there was a couple uh, plays, you know, Cole Caulfield was a guy in that game, but we'll get into him later. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Andrew Hammond, um, he shows that he can uh, get the win and get the job done for Montreal. I think he's someone that you definitely look at. Um, mm-hmm. We aren't that far removed from the Hamburglar scene so you know it could be possible you know they're pretty far removed (laughs) (laughs) give montreal a couple wins here and there maybe he's someone you grab but uh when he's playing i would definitely grab him but for me i just wanted to see a little more consistency before i made a play on him so Mm. uh yeah fire up some andrew hammond if he's in the net because you don't know how long he's going to be up there with uh, the canadians with their whole situation i don't yeah this is the whole thing he's uh he's five percent rostered plus four in the last day because he was just traded from uh, the Minnesota Wild last week. He's 6-2-3 and three this year, playing for the Iowa Wild with a 2.31 goals against average and a 92% save percentage. Not bad numbers for the AHL, I suppose. Uh, coming up for the Canadians, got a win today. 30 saves on 32 shots. Hey, it was the Islanders, and they stink. Matthew mm-hmm. Barzel, I had a shot on goal prop with him. That was dumb. That, that, was, <laughs> that was a bad idea. 
Right. Zero shots on net, so obviously not smart, right? <laughs> man, these fucking Islanders are killing me. Probably just sour because I missed on that prop, but man, mm-hmm. driving me nuts. Uh, Andrew Hammond, uh, very deep league. So that's 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 the big asterisk I'm going to put on that. Like, you're probably not necessary to go pick up unless like you are just absolutely in the doghouse for goal for goaltending. Uh, so I doubt that you actually need him, but. You know, 14, 16 team leagues, uh, he's got to be picked up. You know, I mean, if you're if you're getting really uh, deep into the fantasy hockey pools, then, yeah, you know, he's, he's going to have some value going forward. It's only his first game, but he's got his first win. So definitely uh, someone to put on your watch list at minimum for sure. All right. Next up, we've got uh, Boone Jenner of the Columbus Blue Jackets having a nice little run here. Ten points last 10 games, 37 points in 48 games this season. However, he is a minus seven on the year. 20 goals, 17 assists, plays on that top line alongside uh, Jacob Vorchek and Patrick Liney. 48% rostered, so it's a coin flip, Nick. You heads or tails, where are you at here? Um, Right now, on Boone Jenner, I think uh, heads the Columbus Blue Jackets, they've uh, really picked it up. they won five of the last six, beating mm-hmm. even like a notable opponent like uh, Washington. Um, mm-hmm. Jenner, he's getting a lot of production in those games, even when his plus-minus isn't that solid. He's getting the shots and he's getting the blocks and uh, he's putting up the production to even out his fancy numbers and make him someone that uh, you can definitely grab. At a minus seven, um, I know he's had some bad games going back to January 26th. He had a minus four, a lot of minus ones in here. But I think mm-hmm. as of late, his recent production evens that out between the shots on goal, blocks, goals, assists, evens All out right. that plus minus number. So, yeah, I would definitely go on the side of uh, – Boone Jenner is an ad, and I think he's someone that could uh, be good down the stretch, If even if you're in a deeper league, too. Grab a guy like Boone Jenner. And then our, mm. uh, our league, he's someone that's mainly been on and off the waiver wire this year because right. he's produced in spurts. But uh, it seems like he's starting to find his rhythm. And uh, as a two-position player at center and left wing, I think he's someone that could be uh, very useful to a fantasy team. Mm, I like him today. They're playing Buffalo uh, at home. I think that's going to be a good matchup for Columbus. I like that game to go to the over. I like Columbus first period. I like the money line in this one. And I also like Boone Jenner to probably pad pad in some stats. However, I do I do not like him for this upcoming week. Like there's a lot of matchups first off. Like that's the nice thing. Right. So if you're in weekly ads, you it's a it's pretty decent actually because he has what four starts. It's just I don't like any of the matchups. Toronto, uh, the Panthers, the Hurricanes, the Penguins, four really good teams right now, four teams that are playing really well, and two of those games are on the road, and those are, those come in the, the middle of the, of, the, uh, of the stack here. So right. you start off with Toronto at home, you come back home to Pittsburgh on the 27th next Sunday, uh, but man, on the road in Carolina, on the road in Florida, I don't know. I think those are going to be those minus ones, minus twos uh, type of games because those teams are hot right now. Um, mm. So tread lightly. You know, uh, like I said, like I said, it's a very uh, coin flip situation. It's 50-50. He's owned in 48% of leagues. It's for good reason. He's hot. He's cold. Recently, the streak is or the trend is hot for sure. You know, coming off a, a goal and two assist game, 24 fantasy points, uh, had a 28 uh, point game not too long ago at the end of January. So there's been some high highs and there's been some low lows. Tread lightly. Uh, you're going to know your roster better than me and Nick are. Again, minus seven, but has that scoring upside. So, you know, it's just, you know, can you afford to take that little bit of risk to start your week? You'll know better than we will. All right. Next up, uh, player that you mentioned already, Nick, 
kind of a, a lower key player because, man, the stats have not been there this season. Cole Caulfield of the Montreal Canadiens, he's just got 12 points in 34 games this season. That's certainly not a, a scoring pace that you're you know seeking out in fantasy, but he has four points in his last four games. And if I'm not mistaken, he also had an assist today. Yeah, he had an assist today, and they won mm-hmm. their last two games, I believe, which is not something – oh, wait, no, they didn't. No, they did. Yeah, they won. Yeah, yeah they won today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they won today in St. Louis. I I wasn't seeing the the final on his player card here for um, for today. I just knew that they they had won. Um, so yeah, back to back games. Not something I think we've said all season for the Canadians. And you know, rumor has it Cole Caulfield is really responding to the coaching change with Mark Tan St. Louis behind the bench. Uh, Nick, you added him on your team. You got the uh, yeah. you got the assist today. I'm assuming that's when you got him got him right. Uh, I grabbed him, yeah, last night, I believe. Yeah, so you morning, grabbed him last night. Him. So you got, you got the mm-hmm. extra assist, not bad. But what was your motivation? Just like, well, it's a start on Sunday. Uh, this is someone that I'm going to actually stash in the second half here. Like, what was what's your thought process behind this? Well, some key components with a guy like Cole Caulfield. Um, started the year out really slow. I believe he had, was bad. pointless for, yeah, it was let's, like let's pointless not for it. seven or eight games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really bad. Got sent down to the AHL, had a stint down there, and then with COVID and everything popping up, um, he made his way back up to the team. And since the coaching change, he's been uh, very solid. And I figured, you know, new coach, new environment, why not try and grab a guy like this? Especially when he's getting first-line minutes with uh, Nick Suzuki and Josh Anderson, even uh, if he's not going to – That doesn't mean a lot to me. Sorry. I think it's a big category, especially – getting the ice time, getting more looks, especially as of late. I saw the St. Louis right. game, and I was like, uh, damn, this guy can – he might have some potential to bounce back here. And uh, part of the reason, too, is because of the whole joke of, you know, Martin St. Louis and Cole Caulfield being the same height, being able to relate mm-hmm. to each other on a playing level. And I was like, yeah, why not? Why not grab this guy, see what he does? And uh, I like the matchup against the Islanders, too. And uh, yeah, he pops out with an assist, and uh, I think he could. Um, he definitely could uh, get a few more solid games in. And their schedule coming up, uh, they're mm. they've got Toronto, Buffalo, Ottawa, Winnipeg, Calgary. I do like the Winnipeg matchup. Winnipeg, another team that's been struggling this year. I like the Ottawa matchup, and mm. I like the Buffalo matchup. So I think there's uh, definitely some room coming up in the next few games for Montreal and for your fantasy team for Cole Caulfield to be a difference maker. Right, right. Yeah, before I was saying I didn't I didn't like him on the first line. Always love the playing time. Always love the playing time, but not mm-hmm. the fact that he's playing along alongside Josh Anderson and, and Nick Suzuki. Those mm-hmm. guys they yeah. don't really do anything for me. For me, I'm going to stay off of Cole Caulfield. Uh it's a nice little uh, resurgence hopefully. Uh had two goals in the last not the last game but two games ago up against St. Louis. Uh one was to tie the game and one was to win it in overtime. Uh, again, sounds like he's having a really good uh, little upswing here with Martin St. Louis behind the bench. So definitely a situation to monitor at bare minimum. 30% rostered plus 7% across the last day. If he keeps uh, keeps on this, you know, he's definitely going to be owned uh, by 50% uh, in the next uh, week or so here for sure. So definitely someone to add to the watch list. Uh, Nick's already got him added. So, you know, take our information as you will. All right. Next up here, we've got uh, Robert Thomas of the St. Louis Blues. Only 27% rostered. He's having a great season, 39 points in 42 games. Is it just the fact that he just doesn't score a lot of goals, Nick? Seven goals, 32 assists. What's the deal here? Why isn't this guy owned more? Um, well, as of late, his production picked up. But before that, it wasn't really, uh, what do you call stellar production. 
But uh, sure. the last few games since February 12th, 6.9 points, 23, 12, 11. He's starting mm-hmm. to find his uh, tempo. He's got goals in two of those four games. Um, he's a plus hockey player. And uh, he does put the puck on that a lot. Um, he is someone that you could definitely hammer for uh, shots on goal props. He likes to mm-hmm. hit that two number a lot. So uh, I think that's someone you definitely hammer on that prop. And I think uh, Robert Thomas could definitely be uh, a pretty solid piece. And I do really like the schedule that they have coming up. They've got mm-hmm. the Flyers, the Sabres, the Blackhawks, but then they've got the Rangers, but then they follow with the Islanders. So I think right. very favorable schedule, really solid hockey player, a lot of upside for him. He's definitely an ad for me. Yeah, nine points in his last 10 games and seven points in his last five. So he's definitely playing very well, like you said recently, playing on that second line with Jordan Cairo and Pavel Buchnevich. Uh, they've been solid. St. Louis offense has been very good all year. He has double-digit fantasy points in his last three games. A lot to like here. 27% rostered, just not good enough, guys. I do not like the 68 shots on goal through 42 games. That that could definitely be, be- uh, be better. Excuse me. Uh, but that's his game. You know, it's, it's he's a pass first type of player. Um, so I would probably want to stay away from props. Getting one and a half uh, shots on goal is kind of tough uh, for a second line center that you know plays on the line um, like that. You know that, that just puts in a lot of uh, a lot of goals. So if you can get over one and a half for Rob, Rob Thomas, absolutely hammer that. But it's a hard number to grab uh, for most forwards. All right, next up we've got uh, Adrian Kempe of the Los Angeles Kings. A little bit of a higher ownership rate. He's at 39%, but he's still below the the 40 and 50 mark. So definitely someone that we want to notate. He's got four goals in his last two games, Nick. 46 fantasy points in his last two games here. A total of four goals, one assist. Uh, Let's see, he's a plus two through the past couple of games. Has 10 shots on goal. Uh, Lots of like here. I mean, that first line's kind of starting to come along. I mean, I always f- feel like when I think of the Kings, like they're always like, kind of like a hot and cold team. Like some some weeks they're low scoring, some weeks they're higher scoring. It's it's kind of a tough uh, group to feel out, but I feel like Kempe is definitely ownable right now. What do you think? Yeah, I think Kempe is definitely ownable. This LA t- Kings team is really starting to come around, really starting to be competitive in the Pacific. A lot of these younger guys starting to find their place in the lineup. Adrian Kempe really being one of those guys this year. Um his production, like you said, the last couple of games been really solid. But one of the things that I like to look at is in all of fancy players, he's 102, right around that top 100 mark, which mm-hmm. is something that uh, in a deeper league, you can get a guy top 100 or any league, really. I think that's something that's pretty solid. And uh, not even at the trade deadline yet, already broke the 20-goal threshold. Probably mm-hmm. could get a 30-goal season. I don't see any reason why he couldn't. So right. I think there's definitely a lot more production, a lot more upside for Adrian Kempe. And then looking at his schedule, they've got a couple favorable matchups coming up here. You've got Arizona, Anaheim might be a harder one, but then you got the Islanders, Boston, mm-hmm. and then you got the Stars, which I think will be a competitive matchup. So I think Adrian Kempe has a lot of room to be able to produce him this uh, stretch here. And uh, his ice time's solid too. I always like to hammer the ice time. He's right around mm-hmm. that 17 to 20 minute mark, getting a lot mm-hmm. of ice time, a lot of looks, a lot of minutes. And, uh, yeah, fire up some Adrian Kempe. He is also, as well, I forgot to mention, on the first power play unit on the point with Drew Doughty. So he is getting looks there, and he is getting a lot of ice time in those situations. So, yeah, fire up some Adrian Kempe. Yep, absolutely. A thousand percent agree with you. He's actually at 23 total goals, so really not that far off from the from the 30. Uh, seven goals the rest of the way should be uh, fairly easy to hit. Uh, only downside is he's a minus one. He's playing on that top line with uh, Kadri and Ayafalo. So 
I don't know. I, I feel like all three of those guys are second half studs, uh, guys that I want to you know either go out and buy if I can still or add in fantasy. Uh, they're all three on a very nice uptick right now. So, yeah, definitely give me some Adrian Kempe for sure. All right, last one up here is another player that we've brought up in previous episodes. Uh, kind of a lower end play. We got Michael Bunting, 32% rostered. Um, on that top line for with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner uh, for the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs, uh, has a fair amount of matchups this week, has a very uh, couple of juicy matchups here. Actually, four out of five are really solid. Uh, the 21st through the 26th, uh, you're looking at Montreal, Columbus, Minnesota, and Detroit. I mean, honestly, these are all really good. Minnesota would be the worst one, but I would still expect a lot of offense in that game. Uh, 16 goals and 17 assists on a total of 48 games, so 33 points through 48 games, pretty solid. He's a plus 11. He gets shots on goal. Uh, he's someone that I would like tomorrow for a shots on goal prop, like over two and a half. Playing Montreal, team that gives up, you know, top three, top five most shots on goal in all of uh, the NHL right now. I don't know. I think there's a lot to like here. I mean, the, the production honestly isn't there. Like he only has three points in his last three games. You know, was it four out of his last five? I mean, he's kind of going minus one, one, minus one, one, like kind of going back and forth there. But mm-hmm. I just really like the matchups here and the volume of games that we get next week. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's definitely big, especially, you know, you're in a weekly league. You get all those games at once. Someone you can grab in, get in for a solid, you know, four or five games. Someone that Michael Bunting being one of those guys you could definitely grab getting those first line minutes. His production has been kind of sneaky to say the least this year. One minute he'll go very cold, ice cold, but then the next minute he'll pop up with a couple point game, a hat trick here and there. So he's someone that you definitely got to keep on your radar long term. But I think definitely, yeah, this week he's someone that you grab for sure. Yeah, like I said, just just has that volume of games. Four starts in the week. He's going every other day, playing a game. And they're all really good matchups, like I said. Uh, Montreal, Columbus, very good starts. Minnesota's the toughest, and they're playing that one at home. And then they go back on the road for Detroit to end the week. And then they start the following following week again on the road in D.C. I would kind of think like that would be like the end of the line for him. Maybe he'd get popped off again. Uh, if he doesn't perform well in those games, then, yeah, obviously he's going to be a clear drop candidate. But... Uh, team's just, you know, really good still. You know, obviously they put up a lot of offense, Marner and uh, and Matthews. Bunting is bound to run into one of those goals or assists from them. So definitely a good value play, in my opinion. And also in, you know, DFS, we're going to be talking about uh, some DFS guys ahead. He was one guy that kind of, like, just didn't make it in. He was just on the outside. 5,900 on FanDuel, just some somebody to keep in mind, uh, kind of prelude you to our next discussion, uh, which we are going to get to right after this short break from the sponsors. Be right back. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and of course, college football. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Check out the bet $5 to win 400 in free bets. Also, you can win a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in Los Angeles. Bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature and earn a chance to win a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and a $5,000 travel credit. You can't beat it. 
Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer, risk-free, $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors, just like yourself. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Okay, and we're back. Uh, we are going over our DF plays, player props, starter sit, ad options for Monday 221. So, you know, some guys that are a little bit more uh, value oriented. They may not have, you know, the higher cost or the flashiest stats or the bigger names, you know, kind of, you know, digging deep and trying to find some value picks. So I'll go first here, Nick. I have Valerie Nashushkin of the Colorado Avalanche. He has the fourth most fantasy points for Colorado this month, in the last 30 days. Uh, in his last 10 games, he has gone over two and a half shots on goal seven times. So of the, the value plays or options for him, that's what I think I like most uh, for uh, February 21st up, up against Boston. Uh, I think that's going to be a very good opportunity for him. They, this is saying here that that game is at noon. Is there a yeah, holiday tomorrow? President's Day, yeah. No shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. Maybe I'll take the day off. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I won't be able to do that. That's there's never a day off in my house. Um, but I did not know that. I was like, noon. What? What's that all about? Okay, well, that's <laughs> cool. Anyways, Valerie Nashushkin. If you're looking for some early DFS value, he's a uh, fifty nine hundred on Fanduel as well. Same as uh, Michael Bunting. He's playing on that second line with Nazem Kadri and Andre Burakovsky. And most of the offense recently has been coming from Kadri and, and Nashushkin. So uh, definitely a good value play in my opinion. Like I said, 5,900 on FanDuel. The shots on goal, I think, is the best value for me right now. The defense for the Bruins has definitely taken you know, a slip as of, as of recently. So I like the opportunity play there. Like I said, seven out of the last 10 games, over two and a half shots on goal. Uh, who, who do you like, Nick? What's a good option that you have for Monday? Um, one of the guys that's he's actually bounced around our league a lot is uh, Taylor Hall, the Boston Bruins. Um, kind of had okay. an up-and-down season, but for the most part, he's starting to pick it up as uh, – Late in the last couple games, uh, playing on that Boston first line with Marchand, uh, with David Pashnak and Patrice Bergeron, and playing alongside those guys, you're going to get some points, and he is wreaking the benefits of that. Um, he had an assist up against Ottawa, a goal up against the Rangers, um, f- another five points up against the Rangers, and he's someone that has uh, been hot and cold throughout the year, but it looks like he could get, be uh, starting to heat up a little bit. I, even though they are playing Colorado, I actually coincidentally have a lot of Boston players. Um, Marshan making his return tomorrow. I got Bergeron, Taylor Hall. So I'm really hoping for uh, some solid production from Taylor Hall with his numbers hitting as of late and a solid performance from my bees. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. I, li- I like that a lot. I like uh, some Taylor Hall when he is right. If you're saying he's right, then let's get him in there. Uh, my, my next guy up here I have is Tavo Teravainen of the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, playing on line one with uh, uh, Sheshnikov Shish, uh, excuse me, and Sebastian Ajo, uh, bl- playing really well. Uh, six points in his last four games. He has a little bit of a higher cost, 7000 on FanDuel, and he has over 
uh, two and a half shots on goal in his last six games. So a very good play there. I think that's probably my route again here with him is going over the two and a half shots on goal. Uh, just mm-hmm. because uh, the 7,000 cost, I feel like, is a little bit higher on FanDuel. And I feel like he's going to be a strong and consistent play tomorrow. Like there's going to be a lot of teams or a lot of rosters using him in, in, um, in DFS. So I feel like that may not be the highest play. Again, here, I really like his prop uh, option of two, over two and a half shots on goal. It's not really a household name. A lot of name, or he's a name that books, sports books tend to kind of slip up on or, or forget or negate. So I think there's definitely some value there. That's really all I had on him, the, the six points in the last four games, because he had just come back from injury not too long ago. Right. Who else you got? I've got Andrew Mangiapani of the Calgary Flames. Uh, 25 okay. Okay. the year so far. Uh, the Calgary Flames been uh, really, really hot this year. They're on, what is it, a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight-game winning streak this team is. And uh, Mangiapani is uh, playing up to that level. Like I said, 25 goals on the year, 5, 12, 6, 9, 7, 22, 14 are the numbers as of late in uh, fantasy. And uh, he's getting the shots on goal. He's been a really plus player. And uh, I really like that matchup tomorrow against the Winnipeg Jets. And I think uh, playing on that second line with Blake Coleman – uh, I believe. Let me see who else. Can't oh, don't don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> it's Mikael Backlund. He's my next pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I, I was gonna say. It's like I like where your head's at here because you pick mm-hmm. um, uh, Magna Pain. I have Backlund. That mm-hmm. that line in general is just producing right now. Mikael Backlund, uh, Andrew Magna Pain, Blake Coleman. Uh, Backlund has a cost on FanDuel of only 4,800. He has over two and a half shots on goal in eight of his last 10 games. I feel like this line would be a very good low percentage play. Grabbing Backlund, Magna Payne, or Coleman. If you want to throw in all three, throw in two of them, take in Nick's pick, Magna Payne, take my Backlund. Maybe you see what you get there. Um, Backlund also has eight points in his last 10 games. It's a little bit more sporadic. It's a little bit more spread out. But as far as like a value pick goes, I think he's a solid option. Very good matchup up against Winnipeg, uh, like Nick mentioned for Magna Payne. So, yeah, line two of the uh, Calgary Flames. Uh, red hot team right now. Eight in a row. What is that? Ten out of their last 11. Like they are absolutely on fire right now. Also been liking unders on uh, Jake, Jacob, Jacob Markstrom's uh, save totals. They've been giving him a little bit higher numbers than what they've been letting up. He's getting like 24 to 26 shots. And they're literally only, he's getting like 21 to 23 saves. It's been kind of ridiculous how good their defense has been playing and the limited options they've been allowing. Uh, who's your last one up, Nick? Um, I'm sticking with my fantasy team, a little bit of a higher cost player here, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm running with my boy, my goalie, Freddie Anderson this year. I really like that matchup tomorrow up against the Philadelphia Flyers. Anderson's been hot all year, ranked 25 in, uh, on Yahoo flat platforms. 26 wins on the year, a 210 and a 927 uh, save percentage. And, uh, yeah, I think there's no reason not to get a, a goalie like Freddie. I especially, I think that that win for the Hurricanes is almost a lock. The Flyers not really been there this year. They're kind of taking one of those off years they do that. And it's like one year they're really hot, the next year they're not. And this is the year that they're not. And I see uh, in tomorrow's matchup, Freddie Anderson seeing a decent mm-hmm. amount of shots and uh, ultimately, ultimately taking home the win. All right, sounds good. Freddie's always a good start for sure, especially for the Hurricanes. Uh, my last one up here, uh, another Hurricane. I forgot to mention this before. Uh, Jacob Slavin, they're playing Phil- uh, Philly. Philly has uh, top five for most 
uh, shots allowed this year. So Slavin and Tavo both play into that narrative. Uh, Slavin, seven points in his last 10 games. He has hit over two and a half shots on goal, uh, three out of his last six. I'm going to stay away from him on the prop. I like him on FanDuel, and I just like him in fantasy in general. So I'll take him on FanDuel for 5900 Very good value. Very good matchup. A lot of opportunity there. Uh, shouldn't be going in, into the negative. They shouldn't be allowing too many goals. Uh, they won't allow too many shots. A very defensive-minded team with a lot of uh, offensive upside. So I like Slavin and Tavo both in that one. I just forgot to mention the the matchup. You know, it's Philly. Mm-hmm. Great matchup uh, to target. They've been playing uh, really bad recently. All right, that's all that uh, that's all that we have here. I saw a, uh, a quick swing around here in this Blackhawks game. They went down four to one, and now they're three to two. So it looks like uh, I think it was Anthony Duclair had a goal called off. Yeah, I just Seth got Jones that notification. Scored. A minute ago, five minutes left. Uh, it's three to two. Yeah, for a second, I just thought they were completely out of it. Mm-hmm. And now they got an opportunity and, here. So, and then, uh, yeah, Caleb Jones got the goal from uh, DeBrinket and Patrick Kane, my guy. Nice, nice, good stuff, good stuff. Kane had the goal, and I know he had another assist. So, mm-hmm. good stuff, good stuff. All right, well, what do you have to uh, close us out with here, Nick? Uh yeah, looking forward to uh, another big week of fantasy. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter at Faceoff with OZ. Check out betting, fantasy, uh, hockey options, it starts. Got it all over on Faceoff with OZ. All right, right on, right on. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at T-I-T-T-H-J-B. Uh, I've actually been getting some DMs, getting some more questions recently from the show, so I appreciate you all reaching out. Uh, keep them coming. We're always here. Uh, never have to worry about, oh, hey, if you're not too busy, no, no, send them whenever. Uh, we'll definitely get back to you whenever we can. So thanks for listening. Take care. Be well and be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.